0: I'm Jonathan Goldstein, and you're listening to Wiretap on CBC Radio 1 and Sirius Satellite Radio 137. Today's episode, Faraway Places. Okay, let's go through some of the things that you have here.
1: Uh, We have the
0: flashlight. Um, I have two books. We have a hammer to set up the tent. I
1: have my overnight bag, like my toothbrush and all that. I have a pair of tights in case... What you you're
0: hearing is blood. not the sound of a man and his daughter stalking a fallout shelter.
1: Uh, my fluffy socks and a
0: camera. Arizona and I are merely going camping. Yeah, I don't know that there's enough room. Oh, there'll be enough room. Arizona is my 11-year-old. Don't worry, don't worry. And we're in mean, the that's midst that's of that's preparing for a night in the wilderness. Or at least a campsite adjacent to the wilderness. We have one Tropicana of oranges with calcium. That's right, one single night.
2: We have Nutella.
0: I was raised with a high regard for preparedness. Just in case is how my family and I punctuate a great many of our sentences. Preparedness is a value that I try to pass on to Arizona. Hey, uh, Arizona, did you put the knife in there? For the bagels? Cream cheese in there? On the other hand, a value that I will have a harder time passing on to Arizona. Uh,
2: it would be cool if we saw a wolf,
0: but... Is a love of nature. I could live without seeing a wolf. Nature was always just something for other people. Other families. Growing up, we didn't even have real plants in the house, always favoring the plastic kind. Watering, picking up dead leaves, strictly for suckers. The closest we came to nature was the stuff in the refrigerator crisper. I remember as a kid being told we had an eggplant in the fridge. Excitedly opening the fridge door, I expected to see whole white eggs hanging from thin, droopy branches. But Arizona's a different story. The crow's my favorite animal. She loves the outdoors. She gets nature. Like rabbits are cute. And lately, she's been wanting to go camping. Oh, we
2: should bring some campfire songs.
0: So being the nice guy that I am, I agreed to take her. And away we go. We're off. What are you most nervous about with the trip? Is that the is not going to light? What are you most worried about? Yeah, I'm most worried about not being able to make the fire... Uh, not being able to cook the hot dogs, not being able to put up the tin. So, other words, you're afraid that we're not going to be able to do anything, is that it? Pretty much. When I was a kid, I was instructed to never pick up anything I found on the ground. Coins, bus tickets, nothing. Because in the words of my mother, someone could have peed on it. Is that an entrance? While Arizona was imagining trees and wildlife, all I was imagining was one big urinal. All right, here we are, pulling into um, Oka Park Campground.
1: Yep, yep, yep.
0: Boy, we're right in the thick of it, eh? Yeah. It's beautiful. All the trees.
1: What number are we?
0: Um, wildlife, um, nature, shrubs. Home sweet home. So tent first, that's what you're saying? Tent first, first. All right, okay, fine. Right Take some thought where you want to put it. Right here. Oh, no, no, not on the dirt. <laughs> Listen to what I just said. Oh, man. Okay, step one. Unpack the tent bag and separate the contents. Assemble... Wait. Assemble... Okay. Assemble the shock corded frame. Keep
1: going. Hey, wait. Calm down. Let's press... Hey, wait.
0: Keep going. Oh, I'm, I'm lost.
1: I just, like, break up some twigs now.
0: Do we need something to, like, poke oh, around with? I put
1: the uh, newspaper on fire, and I put a match right on top of the pine needles.
0: That is really good. Okay, stop licking your arm. You got bug spray on it. Oh, my God. Okay, hang on. How is it? Good. Normally, eating hot dogs makes Sit me feel guilty. But eating a hot dog in the great outdoors felt like an imperative, a necessity for survival. Man, this is well-earned, huh? Isn't this the life? There's nothing like a meal that you made yourself in the outdoors, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've accomplished all of our goals. Tent, fire, hot dogs. Our fire's out. Having the fire go out saved me the job of having to pour out our bottled water supply to extinguish it. This was something I was starting to learn in the wild. You had to roll with things. That's how the animal kingdom did it. A beaver comes home to find his dam destroyed. Time to get some shut-eye. A falcon comes home and finds his nest has been robbed of its eggs. Time to get some shut-eye. Um, I think you're supposed to take your shoes off before you go in. What? Why? Just not to track mud in and stuff like that.
2: There's already dirt in it, so I
0: don't... No, there's you no know dirt can't. in it. Yeah, well, I knew this for a fact because I'd plucked up every little twig and each bit of dirt from inside the tent like a human dustbuster. buster. Oh, this is the life. This is the only life for me. Do you think if you lived in the outdoors your whole life, you could find your own food? You mean, without, like, going uh, to the grocery store? Yeah. Yeah, of course. You think?
1: Uh-uh.
0: You go through people's trash?
1: Well, that.
0: We were talking, exchanging ideas. Well, at least we were getting a chance to just hang out doing something real together. In case I fall asleep, all right? Yeah. You're in charge, okay? Living instead yeah, of just watching people living on TV. If you fall asleep, I wake you up. Okay. Wow, it is so dark. Okay, let's step outside. we got to take a look at the sky. Come on. There won't be that many stars out. They come out around like 11. Is that true? I thought they come out like when it's dark, and it's so dark. Yeah. Hello.
2: Johnny Zamboni. How's it going? It's
0: going good. Uh, how are you
2: doing? Oh, I do. You know how I do. Get out of here. How are you doing?
0: I'm good, well, uh, but why are you talking like that?
2: Put your head in a vice. What am I talking like? What? What are you talking about? You,
0: wh- you're talking, you know, with that accent there. What's, What's the matter with you? Okay, first of all, you live in Winnipeg. <laughs>
2: Winnipeg. Winnipeg, Brooklyn.
0: Why are you talking like
2: why that? Why am I talking like what? I called to give you my trail mix recipe you asked me for.
0: Okay, first of all, I'm... you put in a little granola.
2: You put in some chopped nuts. Unbelievable good. You put in some raisins.
0: I never asked you for your trail mix. Trail mix. I, don't even,
2: I don't know what you're talking about. That wasn't you with the cherries. Remember I told you with cherries it's really good. They get all over your tracksuit, but they, they're so good. First of all, See, that's the trouble with you. You don't want to hit the trails. You can't spend your whole life in a library bent over a book. That's why you're so pasty. Greg, what are you talking about? I'm talking in a Brooklyn accent to illustrate my point. Do you remember that time that we went to the hardware store to buy the spackle and we couldn't find anyone to give us any help? We were wandering up and down the aisles endlessly and no one would talk to us.
0: What's a spackle?
2: I was just recently in the hardware store. Yeah. Just the other day, I had to get some copper pipe. Mm-hmm. And I put on that Brooklyn accent, as you call it, the Brooklyn accent. That's my get respect accent. I don't put down people from Brooklyn for having an accent because I'm not, I'm
0: not a say, I'm small not person in...
2: like you. Mm -hmm. But when I speak like that, right away, I had like two guys tripping over themselves. Sir, can we get you another pipe? How about quarter inch? How about three-quarter inch? How about half inch? I was the king of the hardware store. And what I realized was that if I walked around all the time, every time I interact with people, just by slightly changing my voice. You remember when you went to get the smoothie and everyone kept cutting ahead of you in line? You were stammering in the back, stammering, and you couldn't get service? Mm -hmm. If you talked in a voice like that, you would get smoothies faster.
0: You're saying if I talked in a Brooklyn accent... In that fake Brooklyn accent that I would command more respect?
2: Yes. It would change your life. You're like an onion. Yeah. You need to peel back a few layers of what's holding you back. you got that internal stink inside you, right?
0: Did you say internal stink?
2: This is like acting class. You're going to peel back a bunch of layers of social learning and all your awkwardness and all your politics and it's going to get back to the real person, the person you yearn to be. But, okay, but why, why in a Brooklyn accent? Listen, get your head out of your armpit. I'm just telling you a simple idea. Mm-hmm. If you speak in his voice, you'll get more respect. This is tried and true. Because do it doesn't it. make much sense to me. You don't understand this because you can't begin to understand the way you're perceived. What are you talking about? When you walk into some, like these coffee shop bookstores that you hang around in, mm-hmm. and you're like, i am been oot and boot today. <laughs> Can I, have a little bit I don't sound like cream that. In my latte? I don't you know, sound like I mean, that. I'm, look, say, say you're, you're, you're you, right? Mm-hmm. You come into some social situation. And yeah. You have dinner somewhere. Mm-hmm. They say, hey, anything for dessert? Who wants some coffee or tea? And you're like, oh, I'd have a spot of tea. That sounds lovely. I don't... If I... you're having, I'll have. I have mine with cream okay, and sugar. Okay, all, all right. What's your point? Now, imagine we're driving along. We stop for a pizza. Okay. We stop at a pizzeria. Yeah. And I say, there's, there's two slices left on one of those aluminum trays. One is the old dried out one from yesterday. One is fresh. Okay. Okay. This counterman doesn't know you, I don't know him, he doesn't know us, right? We walk right. into the pizzeria.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: He says, hey guys, what can I get you? Now you go ahead, you order.
0: Okay. Um, uh, you know, uh, May I please have a slice of pizza, a, a, a fresh slice of pizza, please?
2: All right, that's, that's your best shot right there? Mm-hmm. Okay. This is how I order a slice of pizza? Yeah. Hey, unbelievable. How about those Mets, right? Could it be any hotter? Could you help me out here? Give me a slice and put some extra cheese on top, you know what I'm saying? I just got back from the range. We shot a couple of rats. gavone. but seriously, I'm exhausted and I'm hungry. Can you make mine extra hot? Nah, you know what's good? You put some cranberries on top. It's unbelievable. Now, you tell me, who gets the old stinky slice and who gets the fresh slice?
0: Yeah, but, I mean, that has nothing to do with the accent. It's like, you're, you know, it's like you're acting like you're the guy's best friend or something.
2: The point is, once you start talking like this, it unlocks a world for you. You are a guy locked in a chastity belt. What? This unlocks your world for you.
0: Talking in a fake voice.
2: Not a fake voice. It's
0: your real voice. It's the voice of your soul. My, my soul speaks in a, with a Brooklyn accent. Why don't you loosen up? Why don't you try it right now? Talking in that voice? Yes, talking in that voice. You know, isn't there something to be said with just being yourself walking the way that you walk, talking the way that you talk.
2: Yes, that is good advice. That is good advice to be yourself, but you shouldn't be you. I'm talking about being yourself when you can hold your head up high and be proud of who you are because you're not who you are right now, which is just a pile of garbage. Mm-hmm. You understand? You are a pile of garbage, and not even a bag that's been tied off right, but one that stinks. You stink on ice, my friend. You stink in the sun. Yeah. You are a bag of garbage that has not been picked up, but the bag is torn open, and some yellowish brownish water is spilled out of the garbage bag onto the sidewalk, and some flies have alighted upon it. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? You are a pile of garbage juice. Yeah. Have you ever been in the outer boroughs in the summertime when the garbage hasn't been picked up? Make your eyes run. Make your nose run. Yeah. That is the smell of Brooklyn garbage, and you, my friend, don't even qualify. You're beneath the garbage in Bensonhurst in summertime. If the rats wore shoes who who scampered over the garbage, you would not be qualified to shine the shoes of those rats if the rats wore shoes, which they don't. But if they did, you would not be qualified to be their shoe shiner. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. What were we talking about? I was getting I a little think, carried away. I don't
0: know, just about how I'm not a man and I kind yeah, of well,
2: you're have ridiculous accent. You do you know? have ridiculous accents. <laughs> the point is, no, I don't have a ridiculous accent. I don't have, my accent's My high. accent, your accent. Okay, here's the scenario. You're driving down the street, you get a flat tire, you pull into the garage, you say, hey, excuse me, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, I need my flat tire I'm fixed. And I say, sorry, pal, it's going to have to wait. I got 16 guys ahead of you. You go ahead, talk to me. I'm the gas station owner. I'm on my
0: way to my wedding. Would you mind helping me out and uh, fixing my flat tire get over here? Get out of here. here? I'm, in, I'm in kind of oh, a get rush. Get out
2: of here. I'll smash your head in with a tire iron and bury you oh, up. Uh, Gregor, I don't think
0: you would say that. It's his business. He's supposed to be helping me.
2: I'd say it to you if you talked to me in that voice. Use the accent. Don't be shy. No one's listening.
0: Go ahead. Don't All right. Stand. Um... Um, is any of you
2: guys, uh. Use guys, what are you making fun of the way I talk? I'll put your head in a hydraulic press and break your head in half the matter with you get
0: out of hey, my shop look, no wait hang on a second no disrespect i just you know i just need i need to get in my wedding don't you
2: tell me about respect i'll tell you about respect you little monkey get over here i'll break your arm off here and beat you over the head with it
0: i'm just you know i want you to fix my tie so i can get you to my wedding to on fix your time tie. I, I want too you much out of my dance. shop
2: i'll throw you in a pit and bury you I'll
0: You bury know what, Greg, you know what what is the point of this what's the point of what i'm using the accent and you know i'm still not getting any respect from you
2: oh it's just kind of getting into the character I was just about to come around and fix your tire. It was like another couple minutes away from it and I would have said- Well, I don't know if I can endure that. Look, you, wait, I mean- you mean not endure it? What are you, made out of tissue paper? You got it, it takes, not, this is a way of life. You know these monologues that you do when you read these little short stories about like how you got humiliated in a bar, or you got locked yeah. out of a pay toilet or someone like- Yeah. Here's your brand new monologue in a beautiful voice. I was riding on the bus. Some guy looked at me wrong. I don't know what was his problem. I took out a circular saw from my bag. I said, hey, my friend, you come over here. I'll cut your arm off. You stay over there. I'll cut your fingers off. It's your choice either way. I don't care. Then the next thing I know, I stab him with a fork. The end. That's it. You throw a little bit of music under that.
0: Okay, I'm not going to do that. What you think okay, I'm stupid? Um... I don't think
2: Is you're stupid. You're I mean, I, I, I think it's... How about I come over there and I pull out your typewriter ribbon and I wrap it around your head? How about that? You know, you... know, You, you, you come you... to me on, on this the day that I come to you to help you with your problems and you want to tell me about what I'm doing wrong?
0: You're not even making any sense to me anymore. This,
2: you sign to me as a sign of your disrespect. Do you understand what I'm saying to you?
0: Your accent's drifting into Marlon Brando. How about I put a
2: pillow over your head? Nice, no, you sound like Martha Ray. Let me tell you a little something about respect. Can you stop talking about respect?
0: Do I want what? What are you talking about? How
1: about my food dehydrator. Do you want it?
0: But wait, your food dehydrator? You love that thing.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: Did you try double dehydrating some jerky again and, like, screw up the whole appliance? You know what? I don't want it if I'm going to have to scrape jerky out of it.
1: Do I remind you of your multiple failures? No, I'm just getting rid of it. I don't need it no more. I've had it.
0: All right. So bring over the dehydrator. What? I'll take it.
1: You're not actually... You're not interested in why I'm denuding myself of the things that I love?
0: Not really, no. Yeah,
1: well, you know what? I don't care, because I'm going to tell you. Because I'm taking charge. I'm hitting the road.
0: What What does that mean?
1: I'm seeking adventure. I'm seeking mystery. I'm seeking enlightenment. I'm heading out to Damascus. I'm hitting the road. I'm getting on my donkey. I'm gone.
0: Are you going to Plattsburgh for the weekend again?
1: Look, John, you know, through, through the magic of the Internet, I met people all over the world, but I've never actually seen them, right? Mm -hmm. I have allies.
0: By allies, you're talking about those people that you play hearts with on the
1: Internet? That's correct. Look, all I'm saying is I have a lot of places to go and a lot of things to do. I can't sit around all day kind kind of like you. I can't do that. John, you know what the thing is? (laughs) Listen, I have a lot of love to give. And by love, I mean wisdom. And by wisdom, I mean things. Things in my brain. I want to share. I'm going to be a traveling saint. Yeah, I said it. Saint.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: I'm going to wander the world dispensing wisdoms.
0: Like, Like a Pez dispenser, but instead of Pez, wisdom.
1: Yeah, Pez is of my mind. You know what I'm saying?
0: I don't think you've ever dispensed a wisdom to me, ever. Uh, Never, not once.
1: What about that time I told you not to eat that piece of bread because there was a little bit of mold on it?
0: Can you give me a wisdom that doesn't have to do with bread?
1: Uh, When you drop a cracker coated with jam, it always falls jam-side down.
0: I can see that you're serious about this.
1: I really am. I've made up my mind.
0: So, so l- enough
1: dilly dallying and shilly shallying.
0: So let let me get this straight. So l- what what are you going to take with you?
1: I may uh, take a handkerchief of some kind and tie it up, and, and maybe you know, on a stick or something like that.
0: You're literally going to tie your belongings up on a stick.
1: Yeah, I mean basically all. Like my... the
0: way like a six year old runs away from home.
1: Uh, does a six year old have his uh, pearl handled straight razor with him? For some close shaving when he's out on the road?
0: Oh, you see, now, when you were talking about this whole wandering saint thing, I was actually imagining you as a bearded figure. I, I'm, I'm imagining wrong?
1: Yes, you're imagining wrong, the Jonathan Goldstein story. Clean shaven allows my brain room to expand. Is that so? Yeah, and that's why I shave with a straight razor. What do you shave with?
0: With You know, a disposable razor.
1: Oh, God. I mean, I don't even know why I asked.
0: Okay, what's... all right, so let, so let me get this straight. So you, you're going to be taking a straight razor and a hanky, that's it?
1: And a walking stick.
0: A wa Yeah. You mean like like, like 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 a cane?
1: No, like, like the kind,
0: kind of... Mister Peanut used to have.
1: No, no, like Gandalf. I'm a wandering wizard.
0: Where, where does one get a, a walking stick? Do you, like there's is there like a traveler's store or something like that? Like a hiking store?
1: I went out into the woods, and I found the biggest waterfall in all of the province. Mm-hmm. And by that waterfall, I made a pledge, and I took a pledge of silence, and I sat, and I did not move for 18 minutes. And when I opened my eyes, and I reengaged with the world, and I rediscovered myself, there was an old discarded hockey stick nearby. So I just grabbed that, and I walked back to the car.
0: So you're, you're going to wander the earth with a hockey stick?
1: I are, are you,
0: you going to bring a goalie mask?
1: I'm not a serial killer. It's not a hockey stick. Do you understand? I'm going to be cutting notches to mark each place that I visit on my journey, and each soul that I've saved.
0: I don't think you've really thought this through. What, I mean, like, for instance, what are you going to live on?
1: How, how did I predict? You know you know what you are?
0: No, I mean, like, no, seriously, like, the nuts and bolts of it. Like, where are you going to get your money?
1: I'm going to be dispensing wisdom. People will, out of the gratitude of their deepest hearts and souls, give me money to sustain me during my journey. I'll also be making gimp.
0: What, 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 excuse me?
1: Gimp. You remember from camp? The, the the red and white plastic stuff you weave together. Into to
0: places. make bracelets? Yeah, that's right. So you're going to be weaving gimp? Is that, is that what you one would say? Weaving no. gimp?
1: No, I'll be weaving wisdom. But I'll be selling gimp. Also... Well, my mom deposited some money in the account for me, so I'll have a bank card.
0: So where are, you, where are you going to walk this walking stick?
1: John, it's really about where this walking stick will be walking me.
0: So you're going to wander the earth like the littlest hobo.
1: Well, the littlest hobo did a lot of good, didn't he? He's always saving people from mills. I didn't even know there were that many mills. You know, the, the, the littlest hobo did such a good job, he should have saved Paul McCartney from Heather Mills. You remember that time we were sitting in that restaurant, and they brought cookies at the end?
0: Fortune cookies.
1: Well, call them whatever you want, but they were these cookies, and they had sayings inside, and I found that fascinating. I found that just the most intriguing. I've never, I mean, personally, I think the guy that made that up should turn it into a thing and make some money off it, but, uh, you know, anyway, it was great, and and I really took it to heart what I read.
0: What what did you read?
1: You are a great, great, great kind of guy, and it really made me think. I really am a great guy. And and I'm here, I, I'm being selfish. I'm, I'm holding myself up here, and I'm saving myself. And I don't need to save myself, I need to spend myself. I let my flesh wander the earth.
0: And, 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 by, and by
1: freeing my ass, my mind will follow. A wise man once said...
0: Let's imagine that you're leaving tomorrow, you're setting you know, out on the road, you, you've, mm-hmm. you've locked the door behind you.
1: And thrown away the key. Go
0: ahead. And, and there you go. Like you, you, the, the whole world lies before you. Indeed. What, 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 so, so what do you do? What's the first thing you do?
1: John, it is not the first thing one does. It is the last thing. Probably go get some breakfast, get some eggs.
0: And after you've had your eggs, then, then what?
1: Um, probably pancakes. Maybe with some seru- like uh, okay, syrup. Fine. Real maple okay, syrup.
0: Josh. Okay, so but seriously, like once you've had breakfast, like then, 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 then what?
1: Then it's time to start thinking where I might end up for lunch, because it's very important to sustain oneself on the road.
0: Look, so far, honestly, what you're describing just sounds like like a guy wandering around looking for a place to eat. That's not hitting the road.
1: Doesn't that really describe the human condition?
0: Where's your first point of destination?
1: Maine. I have friends in Maine.
0: Now you're in Maine. Now what?
1: I I, I see my friends.
0: You leave you leave your friends' place when, when they go to work. Yeah. Maybe you hang out at a McDonald's. Sure. A few hours, something they like have that. They pancakes. With your walking stick.
1: My walking stick is my true companion. Plus, I don't need to share any of my food with him.
0: You leave McDonald's. You you you, you sit on a park bench. Maybe you go. I wait,
1: I wait for I wait for people to approach me. I'll also be doing some whittling some whittling. I'm whittling right now I'm with, with my straight razor, I may add. You see, I find it very contemplative. It's preparing me for my journey. Mm-hmm. I'm just making small curlicues in the wood, delicate gouges, tracings of the blade. I find it very, very deeply, deeply soothing.
0: With all due respect, I, I I just don't see you as the wandering of the earth type. I'm sorry. You know, you're you're used to your creature comforts. You need that you know that big dispenser of moist towelettes that you carry around everywhere you go. You need your humidifier. You need your dehumidifier.
1: Can you hold on, please? I'm getting another call. Okay. All
0: right. All right. Hello. Yeah, it's still me.
1: Hey, uh, can I call you back? Because I, I've got a real naysaying dream crusher on the other line.
0: I'm not trying to.
1: Oh. Oh, John. I'm... Josh. Oh sorry.
0: Oh jeez. I'm not trying to crush your dreams. I'm just you know, I care about you. I, have you ever used a truck stop washroom? I don't know. In your life.
1: You're really making me agitated.
0: I mean, you can't even go to sleep without that that machine that makes ocean noises that you have. You're not going to be able to take that with you. It's not going to fit in your hanky. I won't, eh? Think about it. You're not going to be able to take your laptop. You know, you can kiss your Hello Kitty collection goodbye your complete set of cracked magazines, uh, the signed portrait you have of Vic Tabak. I get the point. I get the point. You know, I mean, I, I just i don't i don't see you as that guy, you
1: know? Don, uh, it's not like you don't have a good case. I mean, I, I don't actually relish the idea of going out on a road. I'm comfy here. Well,
0: that's great. I'm glad to hear that. But why, why all the, why, why the whole... Uh... Like I just wanted
1: to get rid of the stupid dehydrator, okay?
0: Again, I mean, I thought you'd love this dehydrator.
1: Yeah, well, I did. Before
0: Double Jerky came along.
1: I said, well, that that was exactly what I
0: said before.
1: You were right, okay? Double Jerky. Bad idea,
0: okay? You, you
1: win. You destroyed okay?
0: your dehydrator. Not... You, yeah, you know and, what? And you're trying to pass me on that piece of garbage.
1: I destroyed the dehydrator. You destroyed my dreams of hitting the road. You never I were, we're going to hit you were never going to hit the road. I'm leaving right now. But first, I'm going to drop off a dehydrator at your place.
0: I'm not letting you in with that walking stick.
1: Dehydrator! Okay, what are we doing? No, no, Llamar cada
0: vez por mi camino, allí siempre estaré.
2: Donde quiera que voy, una mi
0: guarde. Miso cumplido que hasta vuelta y me otra vez. Tal vez mañana ya mi vida sentaré. Hasta mañana mi camino seguiré. On Wiretap today, you heard Arizona O'Neill, Gregor Ehrlich, and Joshua Carpati. Special thanks to Emily Botine, Jay Allison, Atlantic Public Media, and The Nature Conservancy. Wiretap is produced by me, Jonathan Goldstein, with me, Robert Wintonic, and Carolyn Warren. Reach us through our website at cbc.ca slash wiretap.